Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shir. Today we will learn Daf Mem Vav Amud Beis Be'ezras Hashem, and we will begin with the Mishnah on Mem Vav Amud Aleph on the bottom. Zok the Mishnah. Ketzad mafrishin chala betuma biyantif. How does one separate chala when it's tame on yantif? The Mishnah here is presenting us with a fascinating conundrum. The issue is as follows. If I'm baking chala on Pesach, let's say on the first day of Pesach, so there are two concerns that I have on my mind. Concern number one is that I cannot allow my dough to become chametz. So I must bake it today. I can't put any of the dough aside until tomorrow because then it will be nischametz. Then time will pass and it will become chametz. So I must bake it today. However, I am not allowed to bake stam on yantif. The heter of baking on yantif is a heter of eichel nefesh. It's for the purpose of achila. is so that it can be eaten. If something is not edible, so then it cannot be baked on yantif. So now I'm stuck. I'm baking challah, or baking matzah, in, in this case, and I have my pile, my, my mound of dough in front of me that I'm about to separate out into separate matzahs, and I want to separate out some dough for the mitzvah of challah to give to the kayin, but the problem is that my dough is tummy. So even though I am still mechayiv to separate out a portion of my dough for the for the kayin, but the kayin is not allowed to eat that. It's like truma tamea. It's not really edible. So therefore, I have no heter to bake it. So then you'll say, so don't bake it. But if I don't bake it, then it will become chametz. So keitzad mafrishin chala betuma biyantif. If somebody wants to bake dough, which is tame, which is nothing wrong with baking it, and for uh, in a regular scenario, there's nothing wrong with eating it. But how could a person be mafrish chala, which is tame, on the yantif of Pesach? So the Mishnah says as follows: Rabbi Eliezer Oimer loitikra lo shame ad shetei do not separate out challah while it's dough, even though that's really the right time to separate it out. But don't do that. Bake all of the matzahs without being kare shem challah. That way, each individual matzah is possible that that matzah will be eaten, because if it's not made into challah, so then it can be eaten. And then only once it's baked, you'll separate out one of the baked matzahs and you'll make it into challah for the kayin, and that will be the t- the tomei um, challah slash matzah that the that the kayin can't eat. So that was Rabbi Eliezer's eitzah. Don't call it challah yet. Ben Beseira Oimer. Ben Beseira says tatil bitzaynin. Try to hold off from it becoming chametz by putting it into. By putting it into into cold water, store it in cold water, store the dough in cold water, and hopefully that will prevent it from becoming chametz. That was Ben Beseira's Eitzah. Amar Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua said, and I'm turning to Mem Vav Amud Beis. Loi zehu chametz shemuzharin alav. He says, what are you so worried about? 
This is not the chametz that we're concerned about, bebal yiro, bebal that you're going to be over the lav of not having chametz in Yerushas on Pesach. Why not? Because the chametz doesn't belong to you. Once you separate out the chametz, so now it no longer belongs to you, it belongs to, a, to the kayhanim. Now, it doesn't belong to any specific kayin, so it's not like there's an individual kayin that's going to be over if it turns into chametz. And the halacha, as we know, is that bal and bal only applies to chametz that's ours, that belongs to us. So therefore, says Rabbi Yehuda, Ela mafri shasa, rather separate it out. And leave it, let it stay there until the evening. I it'll become chametz. And if it becomes chametz, so it became chametz. It doesn't belong to anyone. So as long as it doesn't belong to a yid, it's okay if it becomes chametz. So we see in this Mishnah a fascinating machlaikas that it seems that the first tanoim of the Mishnah, which the Gemara is going to call Rebbe Eliezer, that, that Rebbe Eliezer holds that you do have to worry about chametz which is which has a shame chala on it, which is called chala, even though technically it belongs to the kayin, you still have to be concerned about it not turning into chametz. Masha'enki Rabbi Yehuda says, no, it's not your chametz. You don't have to be concerned at all. And what our Gemara wants to understand is what is the machlekes here? Nobody argues that chametz is not a problem on Pesach unless it belongs to you. All sides agree with that. So, and everyone agrees that when you separate off Chala, so now it belongs to the Kayhanim and not to any individual Kayin. So what is the Machlaikis that Rebbe Eliezer says, no, 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 don't, don't make it into Chala yet, because once you can have a problem that it's going to become Chametz. Masha'enkin Rabbi Huda says, what's the problem? It doesn't belong to you. What's the problem if it's Chametz? What is the Machlaikis here? So says the Gemara, Leimo b'toivas Let's say that they're arguing about the concept called toivas hano. Toivas hano is an aspect of every truma or chala that when I, the Israel, separate off truma, so the truma is not mine, it belongs to the kayin. But I do have a certain amount of control over this truma in that I can choose which kayin to give it to. And that ability means that I can win favor by a specific kayin, or I can, I, can, um, I can ingratiate myself to a specific family. So there is a certain kayach which could have a monetary value from the fact that I get to decide which kayin should have the benefit of this truma or this chala. So the Gemara suggests that maybe the machlaikas or Eliezer and Rabbi Yehuda... I'm sorry, I keep saying Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yeshua. The Machlech is Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua is that, is whether or not Toivas Hano, this right to be able to be Machria, which Kayin to give it to, whether or not that is considered enough that it gives you some type of ownership in the Chala. If it's enough to give you some type of ownership, then we have to be concerned that it shouldn't turn into chametz, and that will be Rabbi Eliezer's shita, who will say, "Do not make it into challah." Calls banitz dough. Masha'inke and Rabbi Yeshua will hold that 
it's not a problem, even though you get to decide which kayin to give it to, but that's not enough to give you a, a sense of ownership, a, 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 a aspect of ownership in this dough, and therefore you do not have to be concerned if it turns into chametz. So, let's say that they're arguing about Taivas Hano. The Rebbe Eliezer Sovar Taivas Hano Mamain. Rebbe Eliezer says that Taivas Hano has a monetary value and therefore an ownership stake in this dough. The Rebbe Yeshua Sovar Taivas Hano Eino Mamain. Rebbe Yeshua holds that Taivas Hano does not have a monetary value and therefore there is no stake in this, in this dough. Says the Gemara, no. Loi. The Kuli Alma Savri Hano Everybody holds that Taivas Hano is not sufficient to give a person an ownership in this dough. There's a different machlaikis here, a fascinating machlaikis. Over here the machlaikis between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua is about a concept called Hayil. Hayil means since. Now the idea is as follows. Any time that you make something, any level of hektish, whether it's truma or chala or making something into a carbon or being makdish something for the bedek habayis, any time you take a, something of chulin and you give it kedusha, it is similar to a neder. And just like a neder, if a person has charata, there's a, there's a process of going to a chacham and being matir neder and rescinding the neder, the same thing is true with hektish. If I take, if I separate chala and then I have charata, I didn't realize A, B, and C, and I really would have separated a different dough. I can go to the chacham and I can undo the chala that I separated, and and then I would separate chala from somewhere else. But the point is that every time I have chala in my rishus that I did not yet give to the kayan, although in a sense it doesn't belong to me. But with the easy action of going to the, to the Chacham and explaining why I would not have made it into Chala if I knew A, B, or C, I can rescind this declaration of Chala and make it back mine again. The question is, if that ease with which I can make it mine again means that in a certain sense, even now, it's still considered mine. So says the Gemara, Over here they're arguing about Hoyil. The Rebeliezer Rebeliezer holds Amrin on Hoyil. We say this concept of Hoyil, meaning what? Amrin on, we say, Hoyil vi'iboi itchil alo. Since if he wanted, he could be mater neder, he could rescind, he could revoke his making this dough into challah, and then it will be his again. Mamaynehu, even now it's considered his mamayn. Rabbi Yeshua, Sava Rabbi Yeshua says, Lo yamrin on hoyil. We do not say hoyil. And therefore, since right now it's not his, so right now it's not his, so I'm not concerned, and therefore you don't have to worry if it becomes chametz. Now, the Gemara had just introduced a hoyil svara. Based on this, the Gemara travels to another area in halacha, but there's another hayil, which is very relevant to halacha, a different form of hayil. Let's see. Itmar. There was a halacha that was said in the base medrash. If somebody wants to bake on yantif for the purpose of eating this food that he baked after yantif. 
So now this is any yantiv. This is not specifically Pesach. Let's say it's Shavuos, and a person knows that he has a big lunch on the, on the, on Isruchag Shavuos. So he wants to bake on yantiv for Isruchag. So the Gemara brings a machloikas about this. Rav Chista Omar Loike, Rabba Omar Enoi Loike. Rav Chista says you get Malkus. Rav Chista says you have violated baking on Yantif. I we know you're allowed to bake on Yantif. That's only for Oichel Nefesh to be able to eat the food on Yantif. But since you're baking the the food for the purpose of use after Yantif, this baking is not under the umbrella um, heter of Eichel Nefesh, and therefore a person would get Malkus for violating Yantif. That is Rav Chizda's Shita. Rabba Omar Enoi Loika, Rabba says, mysteriously, Rabba says you do not get Malkus, even though you're baking for the weekday. So the Gemara explains. Rav Chista Omar Loika, Rav Chista says you get Malkus. Loi Amrinon, we do not say the following Hoyel. Hoyelu Miklii Orchim, Miklii Lei Orchim, since if guests would show up, Chazile, then it would be Roy to use for the guests. In other words, the Hoyel over here that we're talking about is as follows. It's, it's Yantif afternoon, I'm baking for the next day. But if ten friends decide to show up in the afternoon of Yantif, I'll be thrilled that I just baked, and I'll use my newly baked challah or cake or whatever it may be to serve to my guests. So therefore, you do not say that when I'm baking on Yantif, it's all, it's not for Yantif itself, and therefore it doesn't fit under that heter of Eichel Nefesh. No, since there is a scenario where I will I will use this food today, it's considered that I baked it today. So Rav Chista says that we do not say this hail, Loyamrinon Hoyel Mikli Ile Orchim Chazile, but Rabba Omar Rabba says Ainoi Loike, you do not get Malkus, Amrinon Hoyel, because we do say this Hoyel. Okay, so this is the Machlaikas Rabba and Rav Chista. If somebody bakes on Yanta for the purpose of a weekday, if you, if it's an Isser Dairaisa, if you if you're if you're if a person gets Malkus or not. Omar lay Rabba Rav Chista. So Rabba said to Rav Chista, Rabba who holds that there is no Malchus, said to Rav Chista who holds that there is Malchus. He says as follows. According to you, that you say that we do not say this Svara of Hayel, so heich oifin miyomtev l'shabbos. So what do we do when it's a when when Yantif goes straight up to Shabbos, and the only way to prepare for Shabbos is to prepare on Yantif, like we have very often when there's a two or three day Yantif. So how does a person prepare on Yantif for Shabbos? According to you, that there's a chi of Malkus to prepare on Yantif for after Yantif. Omar le, so Rav Chista responds. What do you mean, Mishumeruve Tavshilin? Chazal made a takana called an Erev Tavshilin. What do you think an Erev Tavshilin is for? Chazal made a takana that through this process of Erev Tavshilin, we consider it as if we started the malacha of baking or cooking even before Yantif. And therefore, you're allowed to bake or cook on Yantif for the, for the Shabbos that follows. So what are you asking me? There's a takana of Erev Tavshilin. 
No, says Rabba. Rabba says, no, Mishum Eruve Tavshilin Sharino Nisuradoi Raisa. Eruv Tavshilin is a takana that the Chachamim made. So if we're dealing with an Isra de Rabbanon, a concern of the Rabbanon, so Eruv Tavshilin could help. But according to you that you get Balkus, so that means you're saying that it's an Isra de Raisa. Eruv Tavshilin is not going to solve an Isra de Raisa. Eruv Tavshilin helps for me because I have Hayel. So therefore, there's no Isra de Raisa to to prepare food on Yanta for Shabbos, because maybe Archim will come. So once there's no Isra de Raisa, even though Chazal will concern Midr Abanon, so that for that, Erev Tavshilin helps. But according to you, that it's an Isra de Raisa, Erev Tavshilin won't help. So for that, he responds, no, when I said it's an Isra de Raisa, Rav Chista says, when I said it's an Isra de Raisa, I was talking about an Issa Raisa from Yantif to Chayil. That was our original discussion. Now you're asking me about Yantif to Shabbos? Yantif to Shabbos, my friend, is not an Issa Raisa. That's an Issa Rabbanon, even without your Svara of Hayil. And the reason that it's not an Issa Raisa is because since Yantif and Shabbos are a similar Kedusha, it's considered like one day of Kedusha, and the Heter of Eichel Nefesh does apply. Omar Lei, Rav Chista responded to Rabba. Midai Raisa, Tzorchei Shabbos Nas in Biyantif. Midai Raisa, the needs of Shabbos can be done on Yantif. It's true that when you prepare from Yantif to weekday, I said you get Malkas, it's an Issa Raisa. But when it comes from Yantif to Shabbos, I agree with you that it's not an Issa Raisa, but for a different reason. You say it's not an Issa Raisa because there's a Svara of Hoyel. As you know, I don't hold of the Svara of Hoyel. But the fact that Shabbos and Yantif are both a similar Kedusha, and therefore the Heter of Eichel Nefesh applies, that I do hold. And it's just a problem with the Rabbanon. Verabbanon who the Gazrube. And it is the Rabbanon who were Gezer from Yantif to Shabbos that you can't do Malacha. What was the reason for their Gzeira? Gzeira Shema Yoimru Oifin Miyantif Af They were concerned that if I, if we allow you to bake or cook from Yantif to Shabbos, you may think that you're allowed to bake from Yantif to Chayl. And for that, Eruv Tavshilin helps. V'kivan da'atzrechuha Rabbanon, Eruvei Tavshilin. And since the Rabbanon demanded, the Rabbanon necessitated that we do an Eruv Tavshilin, Islei Hakeira, there is a Heker, there is something that that's pointing out to everyone who's making Shabbos on Yantiv that there's something special here, something different, and therefore they won't extend that Heter to when a weekday falls out after Yantif to Chas V'Shalom make that food for that weekday on Yantif. Okay. Zogdi Gemara, the Gemara now brings a kasha. Eisvei, the Gemara asks a kasha from a so It says like this. Behema hamesukenes, if you have a behema that's in Sakana, meaning I have an animal, a kosher animal, and there's something about this animal, I know that it's on its last breath. I know that it's about to die. If it dies before Shechita, I lose the entire animal. It's a nevela, I can't eat it. So I want to shecht it quickly before it dies, so that at least I can salvage the being able to eat the animal and it doesn't become nevela. Problem is, it's yantif. So am I allowed to do that on yantif? 
So we say as follows. Behema hamesukenes, if you have a behema that's besakona lo yishchait, you should not shecht it. Elo kedei sheyochel lechel heimena kezayis tzlimi ba'oidyoim. You can only shecht it on Yantif if there's enough time until the end of the day to shecht it, to cut off a kezayis of meat, to roast it, which is the fastest preparation, and eat it. If it's, if it's possible, if there's enough time to shecht it, cut it, roast it, and eat it, so then it's enough that you're allowed to shecht it on Yantif. Okay, so Frechti Gemara, one second here. Wow. You see that we're matter you to do this just with the amount of time that you're able to eat the piece of meat. You don't have to actually eat the piece of meat. Even though he doesn't really want to eat. So what would be the purpose of preparing food on Yantif if nobody's going to eat it? What do you see from here? So this rabbi is, 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 is asking on Rav Chizda, It makes sense according to me, that I said hoyel, that we say you never know if guests will show up. So then very good. Since if he'll want to eat, if he'll get hungry, the food will be available for him. That's enough to say that it's mutter to do malacha on yantif, to be able to have food on yantif, even though I don't foresee that I'm going to want it. But, you know, afal pikin, you never know. Maybe guests will show up. Maybe I will get hungry. So mishum hachi yishchait. So then it makes sense that there's a heter to shecht. But according to you, the amrit that you said, that we do not say hoyel, so why would you shecht it? Nobody wants to eat it. Omar Lay, he said it to him, no, you know why you're allowed to shecht it? Because there's an animal dying here. Because it's a big loss of money. To which Rabbi jumps back and says, well, so what? Because a person's going to lose a few dollars? We say you should violate an Issa Dairaisa? So Rav Chista said, no, Rabbi, you misunderstood me. When I said it's a Hefzid Mamein, what I meant was that this is not a regular case of Hoyel. Since he knows that him eating the meat today would save the animal... You'll see that Misham Hefsid Mamayna, he'll, he'll decide, yes, I will eat meat today. Omar Lehi said to him, in, yes, Misham Hefsid Mamayna, because he's threatened with the loss of his animal, Gomar Beliboy, Lechel Kazayas, he'll make a decision, I will eat a Kazayas today. And if I will eat a Kazayas today, then I need the Kazayas of meat. And how will I get the kezayis of meat? I have to shech the animal, which was his goal. And a person can't have a kezayis baser below shechita without shechita. So in that way, Rav Chista resolved the kasha that Rabbah asked on him from the fact that he doesn't hold of the heter of hayil. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Myra McClaimers on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.